This podcast is brought to you by C Pond and Gun. These guys are super cool. I love hanging out with them. I've gone in there a couple of times. Uh, he is a huge, huge uh, supporter of mine. He's a good friend, he, and he loves to talk. So anytime you go in there, be ready to talk to those guys. Uh, and he loves his weapons. So if you like guns and things, that is the place for you. And go hang out with those guys, and they will talk to you all day about them. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this podcast. Let's get this thing started. Welcome to another Paris, Texas, a podcast. This is a podcast where you get to listen to people's stories, people that have either influenced or lived in the city of Paris, Texas. I love hearing their stories, and I can't wait for you to hear the next guest. All right, guys, this guest I have actually known for a really, really long time. We went to school together, so I know a lot about her, but I don't, there's a big chunk missing. So um, I'm excited to hear some of the things I don't know about her. Lauren Woodard, what's up? Hey, guys. How are you this morning, Broadway? I am good. A busy, busy day, but I love being busy, so that's my, uh, that's my thing. It's my Always, jam. you know? Yeah. So where are you from? Where are you born? Born and raised Paris, Texas. Yeah. 100%. Oh. Um, I don't know if you remember, because we did go to school together, but we you're did. a little bit older than me. A little bit. But we went to church together. We did? Maxi Baptist. Just, we did. Mm-hmm. Wow. We did. I didn't know if you remembered. I, I told Sarah McCollum last night. I said, gosh, I wish that I could find one of those photos of like you, me, Jessica Green, and Sarah, mm-hmm. and Corey Dockery, and all of us. I wish I could find an old photo to bring. Were you there when we did like the volleyball stuff? Yeah, we, but I'm not an athlete, so I was probably, probably just sitting watching. on the side. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that group, man. That was a good group of people. Yeah, we, we had a lot of fun. We would have sleepovers at your house. Mm-hmm. Your mom was always so fun. She's the best. Mm-hmm. All in the living room. Remember you had that big window seat mm-hmm. in the living room? Mm-hmm. And we would call it, I'm sleeping on the window seat. Oh, yeah. See, Old I times. knew you didn't remember. I blocked a lot of that period of my life call out. Call it a brownout. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just not remember that stuff. Yeah, sometimes. it's been a while. It's been a minute. I mean, mm-hmm. that was in the nineties. Yeah, let's not talk about how long ago. I that couldn't was. even drive. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, the seventies <laughs> back in Nam. <laughs> oh, it like still that. feels like so long ago. <laughs> I know. All right. So, did you go to North Mall your all mm-hmm. the whole way through? Oh yeah, kindergarten through. Barely graduated, but I made it. I mean, you and me both. Man, like great grades. Yeah. Just didn't ever go to school. Oh, that was. <laughs> I, I just Coach struggled Holton with the I grades. Spent I made a lot of Saturdays school. together. Yeah. Oh, you did? A lot of Saturday school. I mean, and he'd be like, You just come to class. So were you just not into it? I just wasn't into it. I would rather skip school and go to work right. and make money. Right. You know, and it, I hate that. Live I mean, by experiences. It, yeah. Yeah. And it, it created like a sense of, work ethic and Mm -hmm. like you said living by experience and I would just be sitting in class so annoyed thinking I'm sitting here making zero dollars yeah I'm done with my work it's busy work we sure didn't have cell phones back then so it's like there are only so many that was that that we're not going to talk about that but that (laughs) was our time frame again no I'm Mm -hmm. but I mean there are only so many notes that you can write 
and only so many books you can read. And then I would think, God, I could be picking up a shift at the bank or I could be waiting tables right now. So for me to be like blunt, like I was lost. I didn't know who I was or what I wanted to do or what kind of person I wanted to be. Um, and I really contribute to this and people that listen to this podcast may already know this, but like my, I, I really contributed to my creativity. I think I was such a creative soul and I didn't have a place to put that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was lost trying to figure that out. And, and it literally took me getting out of Paris. Not, not that it was Paris, just that it took me traveling and seeing different things mm-hmm. to awaken that inside of me and figure out that that's, that's who I'm meant to be. And then ever since I figured that out, I've never stopped being that. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not that, I'm miserable. It's like structure is just too much for you. Maybe. Maybe. I, 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 and I, see, I think that's not necessarily a Paris thing because a lot of people will say only in Paris, Texas, or yeah. you got to get out of Paris. It's not Paris. It's just the town that you grew up in Yeah. because – the people in Paris are going to try to put you in a box. Yeah. You are your mother's son, and I am my father's daughter, and this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and yeah. you wait at tables all your life, so you're a waitress all your life. And it's just getting getting out mm-hmm. and learning that you don't have to fit into that box, mm-hmm. and you can be whatever you want to be, wherever you want to be it. Right. You know, you still need to... Appreciate your roots. If you've ever met my parents and ever been around my family, I am very far outside the box. <laughs> I grew, people don't know this, but I grew up on a farm. Like, oh, I know. Straight up farm. Like cows and Maxie Sumner, Sumner. direct. Sumner. Well, kind of. It's actually Globe, which is right oh, on the yes. other side of Sumner. I know so. where Globe is. My mom lives in Globe There's now. There's a big blue water tower, which I called growing up the blue M&M. I don't know why. It's just what I called it. And, and still to this and, day and, do. And I still do. My kids call it because my parents still live out there. So do when they we go still see, live in the same house? No, they still on the same property, but they built a new house. Oh, good for them. But when Living we go see up. G-Maw, um, mm. it, it's the big blue M&M. Does your mom still have really long hair? Yeah, longish. I like that. She, had, she lost a lot of it. She had a, a brain aneurysm, and they had to go in through the brain, so they cut a lot of it off. Yeah. This was a few years, but it's like six years seven years ago yeah. so it's been it, my second child was born while she was in a coma oh wow so, yeah. oh, i forgot about that yeah i did know that yeah. i had just forgotten so they cut it all off then and then she's kind of been different links ever since then she's kind of played with it spicing it up spicing it up she's always had good hair though mm-hmm on her head she's got so that like like you on the it's face it's getting a little salt and pepper but she's always had that like italian looking long black yes like hair mm-hmm. i don't have long, any of that thick. if you've you seen do my on beard, your face on my face it's not black though it's very it's more mm. of a i don't know like a i'm trying to look at it right now <laughs> i am looking at it it's right not now black and i would say it's close to black i don't know about that well it's similar to your mother's okay. it's good and dark okay well i'll take that all right, so that was a lot of high school. <laughs> this is what happens when you go to high school or go to school with someone. All right, so coming out of school, like you were graduating, what was the plan? Did you have like... Oh, gosh, I had huge plans. What was it? Um, I was going to go to Texas A&M, and I was going to be a vet. Ooh. And I was going to be a large animal vet because, well, I don't, I don't know when you moved back to Paris, but it was like Bob Abel's and Dr. Nottingham mm-hmm. and... I remember back then they were saying, we're getting too old Mm -hmm. to be fooling around with these big animals. And so I thought, well, that would be perfect for me. Because, I mean, 
like I'm not very detail oriented. Like if I'm going to paint a wall, I'll, I'll paint the biggest part and then somebody else can come back and do the trim because that's not for me. <laughs> and so if somebody was like, listen, my iguana broke his leg, I'd be like, what? What am I going to do with a broken leg on an iguana? But if it was like a horse, okay, let's do it. I got yeah, it. I got it's, it. I got the big picture. Yeah. So I moved. It was like the second semester so it was january Mm -hmm. and my parents god love them put me up in this swanky apartment and paid for everything took over my bills and my car payment and i had a cell phone back then of course it was like a flip phone and uh took over everything and i started going to school at blinn college in brine and with the intention of transferring over to texas a&m when i was you know ready Ready. to be a vet Mm -hmm. and then i realized to be a vet, you have to go to school for like eight years. No way. I swear. Google it. And I was like, no, oh, come on. <laughs> if I'm going to school for eight years, like I'm going to be I'm a, doctor. a brain surgeon. <laughs> Heart surgeon. <laughs> I need to be some kind of surgeon. Yeah. Not We're on coming animals. out making some money. Yeah. And so then I was like, you know, maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> Again, like, I could be making money, not sitting here bleeding my parents yeah. out cash. I'm thinking more of the four-year yeah, commitment kind I of mean, thing. not even that. And I didn't even graduate. I didn't even finish. You didn't? And so I moved back home to Paris and got a job at a bank and awesome. was totally fine with that. Because then really? I bought a house and bought a car and was fine. But it's like, I don't know. I just, the long run wasn't really sticking with me Mm -mm. like I just can't I can't imagine sitting and even today with all of my and Chance's kids I tell them if you want to go to a trade school if you want to do hair if you want to be a welder if you want to be a mechanic I'm all for it I'll support you while you're going to school and I'll put you through school but like if you want to be a um banker with a degree just Mm -hmm. go get a job go be a teller yeah work your way up work your way up yeah i i'm a huge uh i'm not against school i mean if you want to do a trade that requires school and that's something you're passionate about i'm I'm a huge person that supports passion because i feel like i found my passion and then i'm and i had to work hard to get to where i'm at but Mm -hmm. like i have gotten to the point to where i get to do my passion every single day yeah um and and i'm so like and some of those, sometimes your passion has a requirement. Sometimes, it, I mean, if you are really passionate about being a vet, yeah, and that's your thing, it takes eight years of schooling to do, to do that. And I was obviously not that invested. <laughs> <laughs> so, but and, you know, but sometimes, yes, I agree. There are people who they want to be a videographer, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go to videography school. Or, yeah. I mean, there are some trade schools out there for that, or they want to be a welder. I mean, you can go and get a training welding job or, or a, do a short class for welding mm-hmm. and be a really good weld, and you can make really good money doing yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just finding that thing that makes you happy. There's too many people that are stuck in jobs miserable, and and I feel like that there's and, and some people do they do want that clock in at, at eight and clock out at five and that's all I want yeah that is my passion I yeah. want to be able to do that do that and then have my nights and weekends to myself mm-hmm. I pick a profession that I have to work yeah all the time oh yeah and that's part of it and I love what I do I and because of that I I get to do what I love to do yeah um but yeah I'm agreed I'm a, I'm a passion I mean. Person. Layla, you know, she's seven and she's dead set on being a teacher. And I'm like, okay, okay. I mean, if that's your calling and if that's what God is telling you that you need to do, 
fine, fine. I'll put you through college, but Lord, we got ten years between now and then. To yeah, oh that yeah. Out. oh yeah. But yeah, I don't so want change your mind a hundred times. Yes, I don't want my kids to be like me and think, oh, I'll just go to college and figure it out, and then graduate with a business degree mm-hmm. and have nothing to and not know what they want. No direction. Yeah, I would literally rather you take a backpack and hit the road and then come back and tell me what you want to do. Well, and I'm not trying to call parents out. If if I offend you, I am so sorry. But I feel like you get these parents sometimes who shoot down things. We're way off topic, but I love getting (laughs) off topic. That's just how it goes. Um, uh, Shoot down things. Like, okay, you see these parents online who, like, hate that their kids are video gamers. Yeah. But there are video game programmers that make... A killing. A killing. And my kids watch them on YouTube. Right? And there are kids... (laughs) On, and there's people that there's parents that hate the whole YouTube thing, and I get that there's you need to be strict with your YouTube and you need to watch right. what your kids are watching. That's just parenting, but um, but there are kids on YouTube that currently make more money than both their parents combined by mm-hmm. making videos about them playing video games mm-hmm. or videos of them opening Easter eggs. Yes, with things in them. So. I, and this coming from a parent who let his kid, let my seven-year-old kid have a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and we made there's like eighty. Yeah, videos we've watched on his there. videos, and we did that for a whole year. So like, I it's sometimes the parents supporting what the kid likes and is passionate about, mm-hmm. even at seven years old, to get them to the point to where they're getting to do their passion. Yeah. So for me. And I've always told my kids this. It doesn't matter if you're passionate about football or, or passionate about this. If it's, even if it's not a passion thing I'm passionate about, I'll be there and I will video it. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. And a lot of times it's not like kids, these parents whose kids play baseball and mm-hmm. they act like they're going to lose a scholarship at seven years old if right. they strike out. Strike out. Here's the thing. Even if they're not going to be a professional baseball player, they are learning things. Yes. They're learning how to be a part of a team. They're learning how to be coachable. Yes. Because, you know, that whole thing that says uncoachable kids become unmanageable adults. And it's the truth. And so it's like Layla played volleyball with the Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding. She did not get that ball over the net not one time. <laughs> and, but... You know, she had fun, yeah. and she learned the skills of the game, and she met new friends, and she loved her coach, and yeah. she had a good time, so I was there for it. I mean, but there were a lot of parents who would get so mad. I Get that ball over the net, and I was like, girl, go do what you want to do. At least you're not at home Have driving me fun. crazy right now. Well, and yeah, I mean, strive to be good at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I, there's not a – it's not a, like – don't care about what you're doing it's but it, it's uh have fun and strive to be good but if you don't if you don't get it over the net then it's not the end of the world no but there are no scouts here there are no scouts here. <laughs> i mean i'm not I, it didn't cost me it cost me two dollars to get in this game mama scout the only one you got yes. <laughs> and trust me you already won there are no i mean college recruiters are not here today not today not today so not today. sorry i'm not that worried about it all right, yeah. so you're back home. Yes. And you're working at a bank. How long did you work at a bank? Oh, gosh. I worked at just about every bank in town. Really? Yes. I bank hopped. Um, I worked at bank every bank, probably like eight years wow. of banking, and then moved to Dallas for a little while, and then came back, and what did I do? Oh, I worked for Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm, for about five years. That's a- and... 
in that time, uh, met Chance, married him. Yay. And he had three little kids at the time. Awesome. And so then we went on to have two kids. But when I was pregnant with Lucy, the youngest, is when Layla, is when Allie started The Light Blonde. Ooh. Mm -hmm. And Allie and I were not friends in high school. So it took me, sorry, one second. It took me a minute to realize who Allie was. I know. Her too. She was like, I don't know. I've never seen this guy. I've never met this guy before in my life. And right. I was like, Alexis, we went to school with right? him. I assure you, you know this gentleman. I was she was like, never way. seen him before in my life. And so then I went back and found old pictures of you and Kimmy on a mountain and you had no beard. Yep. And she was like, oh, I totally know him. Yep. And I said, told you. But then you did the same. I did the exact same thing. So <laughs> I, I was told by a couple people that we were close enough in age Cause she's, you're, is she, she your graduated, grade? She's, uh, she graduated you and me? two years ahead of me. Okay. And, and you, you were like two years ahead of her. You her, graduated in 99. 2000. Oh, I graduated in 03. She graduated in 01. Okay. So the, but she was in the, she was in high school with me. Yes. And, uh, so she's a year below me. Yes. And I were like, I now that I went back to a yearbook and looked at her picture, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Now I know. Now but I know her. I, and I don't know if it's her looks, and I'm terrible with names. I'll, I, I I say I'll remember a face forever, but obviously, obviously, obviously not. I didn't. But then again, brown out. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was crazy. And I remember seeing light blonde stuff. And what year was that when she started it? Uh, she started it in 2013. Okay. We came back to Paris 10 years ago. And so that was, so it had already been going for a while. No, if you came back 10 years ago, that was 2009. But she didn't live here, of course. She didn't. She's Fort no. Worth, right? Allie graduated high school and peaced out. Yeah. She went to school in Miami. She lived in Dallas. She lived in Wichita Falls. All she lives in place. Fort Worth now. Like, she's gone. Okay. Um, she only comes to town to see me and her dad. Okay. <laughs> That's about it. Um, but yeah, she started The Light Blonde in Wichita Falls when okay. her twins were babies when Layla was a baby because she was a teacher okay and then had these twins and didn't want to go back to work and so her husband was like okay well cool but do something like I married a a woman who works I didn't marry a stay-at-home mom you need to generate some kind of income and so she had toyed with opening a cheer gym or something along but that was just going to take her out of the home so she was like well gosh I might as well go back to teaching if I'm going to open a business it's going to take that much of my attention so she started printing the God is greater than your highs and lows Mm -hmm. tea in her garage on a homemade print and put it up for pre-order and it just kind of took off yeah and so then you know she added in another collection with a few more designs and then it started growing and so Mm -hmm. then when I was pregnant with Lucy she she and I struck up a friendship, I think, when I was pregnant with Layla. So her twins were still little bitty. But, yeah, we did not even really know each other in high school. You didn't? No. Wow. No, because she was a cheerleader. I never even went to school. Uh, <laughs> she and Keely Williamson, Keely Summers now, yeah, they were just... Thick as thieves. I mean, thick as thieves, connected at the hip. Everybody yeah. called them Callie, Keely and Allie, Callie. They were, they were a singular... Person. person and it's not that they weren't friends with other people it's just they were so friends with each other that yeah. they didn't need anybody else they didn't visit with anybody else just the we always talk we still call them Callie yeah and um so then we struck up a friendship through Matt Moffitt 
Okay. Which he has been, I've known him since high school and yep, he's known her since high school. And then somehow we he got He's ahead of me though, right? No, he is the same age as Allie. So he's a year younger I than swore you. I swore I thought he was older than me. He's just taller than he's you. He's just taller That's than what me. it is. He's just taller. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> so uh, Matt ended up putting us on a group message on Blackberry Messenger. Okay. Yeah. Remember you those remember days. when that was a thing? Yep. Man, those are, I, I think I could go back to a Blackberry. I don't Happily. know. I pretty much love my iPhone, even though it's not in. A, sorry, this, you got me on a hot topic. Go ahead. Even though it's not as revolutionary as they used to be, they're basically copying a lot of what other people are already doing. How dare you say such a thing? I know. I'm it's trailblazer. The only thing I really love about iPhones is and I, Apple products is the connectivity between them all, which for the most part. Oh gosh, most, Tara Swain's been on me about that for ages. AirDrop is like. The best thing since the wheel. The only way I airdrop things is if I'm in a group and we take a bomb selfie and everybody needs it and oh, I can just I, drop it on everybody's phone. I've airdropped so much of my life. I, funny story, <laughs> Leah Emerson and I were going to Moab, Utah, and I took a photo of their vehicle from my vehicle and she needed it. So we just hung our hands out the window and airdropped at 70 miles an hour. What a time to be going alive. Going down the road. <laughs> It, I, um, Kimmy and I will be in separate rooms in Y'all the house. Y'all are abusing technology. And at we this just point. we just airdrop back and forth things that we need. Like, can you take care of this airdrop? And boom. No, the closest I get to that is texting Chance from the bathtub. Will you please tell those kids to shut up? Like that's that's the extent of oh. our technology, and he won't get it until the next morning. Oh, you texted me last night at eight o'clock. Yeah, Chan, I did. Thanks for reading that. Now yep. it's six a.m. It's too late. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But yeah, we. Matt put us on a on a BB Messenger thread, and I honestly think we were probably talking about like the Real Housewives of Orange County, which was called Behind the Gates then, and it it just evolved. It just turned into yeah. a friendship. And so then when the business got to be, when it got to where like the admin side of the business was taking away from her creative side, mm-hmm. she called me. I was in my office at Coke, and uh, she just said, listen, I need help with emails about how does this fit what is the sleeve circumference you'd be amazed the questions that women will ask about a t-shirt like they've never worn a t-shirt before in their life what is the length of the small compared to the large i don't know probably probably an inch or two yeah i mean have you ever worn a t-shirt before are you aware of how they fit it's this is not a prom dress yeah we don't need exact measurements and hey if it doesn't fit we'll exchange it for you there you go yeah it's not that big of a deal So I was like, yeah, sure. Looking at it as a way to, you know, rack up 10 hours or so a week. Just supplement, just just helping her out and maybe making a little extra change. Yeah. And then my job got eliminated from Coke when I was eight and a half months pregnant with Lucy, like two weeks before I had her. Oh, no. And so Allie, you know, I call her and I'm crying about it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? And she was like, well, funny thing is, I've kind of been praying that you would have more time. <laughs> because I sabotaged she was like, your job. <laughs> now is the, but I mean, Perfect. answer prayer. Yeah, right. Won't he do it? And so then I was able to come on full time with her. And it's been me and her against the world ever since. And so I had started noticing you guys pop up. Y'all had done a couple of videos, mm-hmm. um, and I was at that point I was involved enough in the video world that, um, like, it was it, like I watched videos on Facebook. I watched other stuff, 
And I just remember thinking, like, man, I really want the opportunity to do something with these girls. Mm-hmm. I loved y'all's message. Um, I loved your product. My wife loves y'all's product. Um, and so I just I kind of consistently for years watched y'all online, like wishing that there was this open door eventually. Ooh, admiring from afar. Right. <laughs> wishing Little that, did you know. Right. So wishing that there was this opportunity. And then so and then Allie calls me up out of the blue, I think. Maybe No, you. it was my doing. It was all yes. you. We have been talking for ages, ever since the Too Pretty video, um, which the Too Pretty to Act Ugly video was done. Lucy was like a newborn. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't there for any of that. And then, I mean, it just took off. And it put us on a whole other level. Mm-hmm. And it reached people. Because a lot of people will think, oh, Christian T-shirt company. You know, right. That's kind of annoying. They're everywhere, and what? How cliche? But we're we strive to be so different because there are, anybody can put y'all need Jesus on a t shirt yeah. and sell it all day long. But what we're about is the message is about opening up a line of communication. Yeah. Like our God is greater design, the very first one that we ever did. Of course, it's everywhere now, but that's one that people will stop you in the street and say, "What is that?" what is that on your shirt? And you can say, well, this is God is greater than your highs and lows. Yeah. And they'll say, oh, and it's like, you see a little light light up in their eyes. And it's like, oh, oh these are my people, you know, and you never yeah. know. Even not today, Satan or trusting God, but lock your car. When you wear those people will stop you in the street and be like, you know what? In 1977, my firebird got broken into. And I'm telling you, they took everything except for whatever was important. And that was God. And I'm like, see, See, your people right. are out there walking the street, and they don't know that you're one of them. Well, and that's what I was going to say is y'all, y'all have created like a little community of like brand warriors. And, yes. and it's amazing just to see how much support and love you guys get. And um, and I think it's because y'all have that, that, that heart that you're talking about right now going into the line. Like, oh, we are so thankful for our people who love us and for the people who get it. Yeah. You know, the ones who get it. Um. And, of course, we still get really nasty comments on Aww. Instagram. Oh, my God. Did you see the picture that we just posted of Rachel Hollis wearing the Not Today Satan with, like, a bomber jacket? Oh, and she's yes. doing the I love you sign language with both hands? Yes. We posted that. Got all the likes, all the comments. Everybody's saying this is amazing. She's using her platform mm-hmm. for good. She's Because, you know, she's she is a Christian, but she doesn't speak solely on Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, she's more of like a life coach. Yeah. But for her to choose our t-shirt mm-hmm. to wear on her body in front of all these women speaking, I mean, it was it was huge. It was so touching for us. We right. absolutely loved it. And then somebody commented and said, oh, really? She's throwing up the devil's horns. We were oh like, Oh, my gosh. What, what planet are you from? Like, that is very obviously, I love you. In sign language, it's, well, I don't know that it's worldly recognized. I'm not that up to date on sign language. I hope that somebody lets me know. But yeah, I, I feel like it is. But, I mean, you're always going to have somebody who has something ugly to say. And it's not about you. It's about them. And, you know? and this is the part that I've hated about technology and social media is that it's so easy to be negative behind a screen, not in front of someone's face. And I'm a, I'm a... I mean, we've talked about this. I'm mm-hmm. a huge positivity person. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be positive. I want to bring love and kindness to people. And it's just there's too much hate out there from anyone to add more to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
in some cases, like it, it's maybe this is one of them, but it's like do your research before you say something mean. Like, Seriously. <laughs> like I'm sure out of all the comments y'all had on that post, if she'd read some of the comments, she'd have been able to gather that oh, that's not the devil's horns. That's that's sign language. That's actually amazing. Mm-hmm. Before she even con- or I don't know yeah. if it's a she or he. I'm sorry. It was um, a dude. <laughs> neither here nor there. I mean, still just a hateful soul. But it just <laughs> that meme that says, "Did you know that you?" can scroll past something you don't like yeah like, are you aware of that right <laughs> because it's very doable like every, you can you can just keep scrolling every single thing on this planet doesn't need your negative co- commentary yeah like, and what, what have you helped do what have you done so see okay you are up to times you know up to date with social media well, are you I seeing like all of this <laughs> just what I do for a living, but yes. it's okay. So you're seeing all of this with Joel Olstein bringing Kanye West in. Yes, yes. Okay. Do you have thoughts? Uh, well, I mean, so I'm not against it. Right? I mean. People are losing their minds. So here, here's the thing. is Okay. It's one of those things. You So high school. Mm-hmm. A great. We've talked about high school a lot. Through high school, I have... In high school, I set an opinion of people. And since I've left high school, I've kept that opinion of that person. So when I see them now, it's like really hard for me to take that mindset of like, no, that dude was a jerk. <laughs> Cass Haley. Yeah. It's a great example. I was with him the other night and we were talking about high school and talking about stuff. And he, in high school, and he'll admit it to your face. He's like, dude, I was rough in high school. I was, <laughs> He's like, I was mean to people. He's like, I want the other night he said, I just want to apologize to you right now if I ever hurt your feelings in any way. I'm so, 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 so sorry. He's the kindest soul now. Like, he he just glows when you yes. see him. He's just happy. Does all of everything his, he can to spread joy. Everything he can. All of his music is positive. Um, and that's a prime example because mm-hmm. b- prior to meeting him again as an adult, I always had that, like, dude, he was. Like, if you ran into him at walmart you'd be like and i hadn't updated like who he was yeah Yeah. i would have been like i don't know see turned down an aisle like i don't want to talk to him he's mean that was me you know that show um my name is earl yeah where he's going back and writing all of his wrongs through life yeah i always say that that's me i was so horrible in high school and in middle school i was so mean and nasty and negative and i always say like now it's my last mission to be like if you knew me in high school then you don't know me. You don't know me. I'm a different person. So, I mean, not a different... People can change, but you're still the same person. But I recognize that I was just so horrible and mean and nasty and didn't care about anything. Hell, I didn't even go to school. So that's what I'm hoping is happening here. So everybody's got Agreed. this opinion of who Kanye was. and mm-hmm. what. I mean, granted, in his early years, he, he claimed to be a Christian and he even had some Christian lyrics in his songs and stuff like that but then he went way changed his name to Jesus. yeah i mean he lost it for a he little went while. way down uh-huh. and and that happens man yeah. I, you, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to climb back out and i can only imagine what fame would do uh, i mean it ex- accelerates all exactly. of exactly um and i really hope that like this is if there was a camera following me around at all times and seeing me at my worst Oh, forget about it. I'd and never here, show my face again. And here's the bottom line. If anyone can do it, Jesus can. Mm-hmm. And what I, people can be mad at Joel all day long. Yeah. And say that, you know, he's taking money and he's a false prophet. And to Maybe. each their own. Maybe he is. But how many people has he brought to Jesus? 
How many? And look at Kanye. I've said, you know, Wendy Williams calls him that madman. So I always call him that madman because he's, I mean, he's kind of crazy. But now he's crazy for Jesus. And there are people who are listening to his music who would never step foot in a church unless their mother made them. Right. And who would not even let God cross their mind. And now they're going to listen to his music and think about the kids who listen to his music. Sometimes you have to take money out of the picture. Like it's not about the money. Think about, yeah, think about his influence. Think about his influence in his circles. Mm -hmm. Like, did you see the video of him on the plane? I did not. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. Okay. Homework. Homework. That's your homework for today. You have to watch the video of him on the plane. Just my homework or is it everybody that's listening's homework? Everyone who is listening to this. Okay. So Kanye West video on plane. I mean, don't start watching it, you know, until this is over. Right. Don't pause us. Don't pause. (laughs) I've had podcasts that are like, pause what you're doing right now. Go do this and then come back. Absolutely not. No, don't pause. Listen to every word that we have to say (laughs) and then go listen to it. But you got to think he was on that plane. And he was singing, and then the flight attendants get in on it, and everybody on And just know, everybody who got off of that plane got off with a smile on their face. Joy. You know? Yeah. And you know it's hard to be happy on a plane. Oh, yeah. It is so hard to be happy on an airplane. Well, and I, I mean, I, I don't, again, take money out of, the, out of the situation. If you're spreading joy, I'm about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like. If you're spreading joy and furthering his kingdom, and doing what you feel led, go ahead. As long as it doesn't involve, like, you know, killing people right. or whatever. <laughs> Whoa. That's a whole different, we that's just, a completely different calling. Different kind of joy. Like, if your religion tells you that you need to hate somebody, no, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You wrong need to religion. revisit. Revisit. Reevaluate. Move on. <laughs> I, and I couldn't agree with all of that even more. Yeah. So I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here for that madman being crazy for Jesus and Joel opening up his house, because you know he didn't open it up other yeah. times. Yeah. So, I mean, it brought those two together. And their platforms, their platforms are huge. Yeah. So use Utilize, it for good. Use it for joy. Use it for good. And people yes. were saying, if you bought tickets to this, you're crazy. They were free. But even if they weren't, take that money. Take it. And build Joel another pool house or whatever, whatever. he needs. But just know that it was televised. I watched it on Facebook. Yeah. It was wonderful. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, has, has it ever been brought up for y'all to do like a single guy's line? Oh, you know, we did a men's collection for a little while. Uh, Jason Scoggins was our model. Oh, oh, I'll have to show you those photos. I want to, I want one. He absolutely killed it. Um, but it's hard for us because we feel like all of our stuff is so unisex. Like pray hustle repeat. You would wear that all day long. I guess that's true. I guess it's harder for men to... Uh, men don't shop for themselves mm-mm. is a big thing. That's true. Like, Kimmy would definitely go online and buy one of our tees for you. Oh, probably. For sure. But, probably. I mean, it's... Yeah, men don't really shop for themselves. And our men's collection is up, but we haven't ever really talked about doing solely a men's line. But it would be fun to have, like, a guest designer. Oh, I don't know. That who could, could be fun. I don't know who could do that. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> who would have the skills? Any kind of skills of <laughs> designing things. Yeah, that could be really fun. That would be really fun. I'm we not always, trying to like. Plant you know, we're always trying anything. to think of new things that we can do to keep it fun because connecting with people. Yeah. Is you know what it's all about. It's not just about sales, and it's not just about money, and it's about how we connect and how we you know. People take things differently. Yeah. Like our God Made a Woman video that you did. That yes. absolutely killed. 
sometimes we'll go back. Like, you know, sometimes when you're having a day and you know you just kind of need to cry. Yeah. Like, you can feel it like in your sinuses and you just need a good cry. We'll go back and just read the comments mm. because it's great. Because people take different things and people's, you know, they'll put their favorite quote yes. in the comment. And it's something that I really didn't even hear mm-hmm. the first few times. I might, I've watched that video 30 times. But if somebody picks out a line that didn't necessarily strum hard when I was listening to it, I'll go back and be like, wow. Well, that was brilliant. what it- and we didn't get there. I was trying to get there earlier because uh, we rabbit trailed a lot. But I love it when we do that. Squirrel. Um, <laughs> is so I did end up getting to work with you guys. We made an amazing video. Um, and what there's a lot of things that I loved about the video. Um, but y'all brought in different generations and mm-hmm. and moms and and people in leadership roles and people in different kinds of roles and and so there was so much diversity there um that you know it, it does speak to a bunch of different women and uh and i think men there was exactly there were a handful of times and i'm filming i was like dang that was good <laughs> <laughs> i got that yes. right it was recording right because yes, that was I can't, we can't remake that that was good yes um and uh, and it spoke to me for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's a, again another. I don't. Mean, I'm not trying to brag. Like it was an amazing uh, video. Oh well, you get to brag. I mean, you totally killed. Not it. Not solely because I made it, but it was an amazing video because of the people that were involved in it and the things that they said. And um, and I even brought, which at that time I I wasn't partnered up with Leah in in my business, but I brought her in. I was like, I really want. Before I showed you guys, I was like, I really want like. She was gonna man. be there. Yeah, yeah, she was gonna be there, she's, and she couldn't. She was she out of town, right. or something was going and I, on. And that's why I had to, I had to hire a second person. But I really wanted a female's editor, like video editor person, to yeah. look at it and help me kind of walk through it because I like I am a man, and I see things like a man. But mm-hmm. I mean, and I own that. But I also just wanted to provide the best video with the right heart, and, and I really want to convey exactly what you guys wanted out of that video. And I think we nailed it on the head. Oh, totally killed video. it. I loved the comments from men who would say, wow, you know, this really makes me appreciate my mom or really right. makes me appreciate my wife or my daughters or, who, you know, wherever they happen to be at life. Right. And it did. I mean, even you think, you know, I'm every woman and I understand everybody, but you don't. And there's so many people. I loved the generational. Yes. Like the roses. Madeline and Amber and Mimi that, talking. That part where they came in, well, we specifically made it. Sorry, this no, didn't, I didn't ahead. mean to dive into this video, but we specifically <laughs> made it to where like you didn't know you that didn't they. You didn't know. You didn't know that they were related until the end. The feedback that we were getting when people were like, wait what? a minute. Wait a minute. This is the daughter-in-law this and this is, who you is the were grand- talking about blowing their minds. I mean, it was the best. And then like And that was unscripted. Oh, that was all and so just so totally. people know, like we didn't like script that to happen. Yeah. It just happened. We had to and make we them. It. We were standing there and we looked at Amber and she's over in the wings, tears rolling, and we were like, "Go give her a hug. Get in there." And I honestly didn't even know that you were still rolling, rolling. at that point. Yeah. And so just to catch that honest moment was oh, just absolutely brilliant i mean amazing. it was perfect and then i got I goosebumps loved, right now i'm sorry it was so good and then the slagles like morgan and blair and oh. morgan talking about women in the workplace you know back yeah. in the 80s and the 90s and stuff that i never even thought of and then for her to talk about how different it is now and it was just it, you you don't think that there can be that much of a difference in one generation yeah 
But there is. I mean, even if it's just 20 years time, things can change so much. And we always hope, of course, that it changes for the better. And in that case, it did because she was talking about women in the workplace, you know, boosting each other up and opposed to back when she was in the workforce and how it was competition. And like what I loved was that I lost my thought. <laughs> but yes, the video, I mean, it absolutely killed. I we wanted their we wanted somebody to be able to connect. We wanted everybody to have somebody that they could connect, connect with. To. Yeah. It's it was amazing. And it oh, I remember I thought sorry. What was what a lot of people don't know also is that there was so much content. We could have made three oh videos. Oh my gosh. There, I mean there was oh. so much good things. It was a day. It, it was a full day. Well, it was a it was a few days trying to trying <laughs> to get days. through all the footage because I was like, "Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Oh man, that's oh. so good too." And, uh, and so then you had to take Normally what happens in, in my editing process is you break down all these clips and you find the good things mm-hmm. and then you try to make those good things fit in a story. Mm-hmm. Well, when you have too many good things, it's really hard to make. It's like I can't put all of these. I really want I to. But this isn't an hour. I don't but have an no hour. Gonna, I mean, it would turn into a Netflix series. Yeah, it would point. turn into a Netflix series. <laughs> And that was what that video was, was there were so many good, we could have literally, and they could have all had three different stories. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of people that talked about social media and, mm-hmm. and what, and how that affects women today. Mm-hmm. And we could have made a whole episode on, yeah. on not episode, but a whole uh, video just yeah. on that topic alone. So what Allie and I took from sitting down with you here at the church and going mm-hmm. through editing and when we had to squeeze parts out and hated it and... Us being like, just take us out. Yeah. Take Allie out. Take me out. We can say what we have to say some other time. Right. These women that we got together, like, they need to be heard. Right. And so what we took from that was, we just have to do this more often. Yeah. We just have to. We obviously have so much to say. And these women had so much to say. And not even women. I mean, we just, there are so many things that need to be said that haven't been said because people just don't have necessarily the platform or maybe just aren't in the right space to do it but man people agree with you and people need to hear your point and we just we do we just have to do more videos well and it's like that we were just talking before this podcast i say this all the time i have a podcast before i have podcasts but we were saying right before this podcast is um like it's it's not every day that we get to hear those those things talked about Mm -hmm. And, and that's what i think about this podcast is like we don't have the luxury in today's day and age to sit down and tell this story yeah um and that's what i love about this podcast well that's that's equal to y'all's brand like and into that video like we like we just don't have the bandwidth to sit down and tell those stories and talk about those things like we should Mm -hmm. um and and in a video like that, you're able to convey a lot of that in, yeah. in a short amount of time. The God Made a Woman video was great also because it wasn't just a highlight reel. Right. You know, it had a lot of crying. I oh, mean, it has, it, some, it has some ugly tears in it. Emotion. It was emotion. And it was, you know, it like with social media, it is the highlight reel. Mm-hmm. And so you can sit down and think, oh, well... This is Broadway. He has two kids and a beautiful wife, and they live a beautiful life, and everything's perfect. And then you think, well, I know him. Yeah. I know everything about him. I see it on Facebook. I see it on Instagram. Yeah. But you don't because we don't do the deep dives because we feel like we already know people. Yeah. You know, off and of just very like little, with high school. Off of very little. Yeah. They feel like they know all, all of it. 
and mm-hmm. it's you know you judge the cover of the book and you do. Facebook is just another cover, you know. You, yeah. it's, it's not a deep dive. And that's unfortunately that's what social media has created in us. Mm-hmm. Because I, to be honest, not that I would ever lie, but <laughs> to be honest, like I've caught myself doing that. I mm-hmm. see a post and I'm like, and I and I judge the cover and I'm like oh and I say something in my head I don't I'm not like running around town saying these. you don't comment those I really, are devil horns no, yeah I would never comment <laughs> on a post I would never like show up to a, a meeting with someone and be like did you see Lauren's post today <laughs> OMG like I would never do that but sometimes you, you look at a post and you take it out of context or you you just look at the picture and you don't read the text mm-hmm. or there's a plethora of things you could do and then you you're just like ugh did you see Tara Swain's post the other day? It was three images, like a collage, and it was a Christmas card. Gorgeous family. Mm-hmm. Beautiful yes, mom. Yes, I saw the post. Two kids. Yes. Good-looking dad. Everybody's dressed to the nines, and it was like what you see. Yeah. And then the behind the scenes, and that baby straight <laughs> flipping that back and trying to, looks like, catapult off of the couch and the little girl turning into a noodle just sliding down the dad's legs and she's like what you don't see and I got so tickled at that because oh it's the truth but they still looked glam even when they were trying to throw themselves off the couch so Tara and I I love Tara to death she's so talented and so amazing and I love working with her because she's so organized she is a unicorn Um, and I don't know how she reels it in but she does it gorgeously kills it like how do you have an artistic brain and an, an administrative brain, brain at the same time. I don't know. She is a unicorn. That's a great, great. She is. We do this thing, and this is our second year doing it, where we do um, Santa Claus yes. pictures and videos. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the behind the scenes, there should be, if I had a second shooter, there could be a whole like blooper reel of some of the behind the scenes I bet things. it looks a lot like... In a Christmas story when the dogs come in. Yeah. When they're trying to eat dinner. And yeah. the dogs like take the turkey. Yeah. And they yank the tablecloth off. And I bet that's what y'all Santa picks up. Oh, like I guarantee the you. <laughs> and there's some kiddos that are scared of Santa. Oh. So. I mean, sometimes those are the best photos though. They are. Well, and I like what you were saying earlier. Like, that's just real. Mm-hmm. That's just real. Like, babies, I've got three babies kids. Babies crying in Santa's lap. Love it. Yeah, I've got three kids. One's a baby right now, mm-hmm. and and he cries. He cries every day, you oh, know. Yeah. And that's reality. Oh yeah. I mean, one of the first pictures we took for him, uh, it was for Paris Neighbors magazine, and literally we we got one decent shot, and the rest of them, one of them, I literally held him out, and he's screaming <laughs> at the camera, and that, I mean that's just that's just reality, and you, just, you either own it, you or you yeah. hide it. I, I guess mean, when y'all do the announcements for church, yeah, and when he was still a baby, I remember you'd be rushing through real quick and be sure and sign up to be on the chair team, and be sure if you want to be an usher, or if you want to do the parking lot, and then Kimmy would be like, "I gotta go, the baby's crying," and just <laughs> run off, so, and you would just finish it up. And I love that y'all. That was the final yeah. cut that you yeah. used. It's real because if you had just cut it and then made her come back, it yeah. wouldn't. You wouldn't have had the same energy. She would have been put out and annoyed because that's just how it goes. And it would have been like, oh, let's hurry up and get this done. But instead, we could hear Finn crying. Yes. And it was just, it was funny. I remember in one of them, he was, you could just hear him kind of balking every night. He was, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> you know, he wasn't crying, but he was like talking. He was tuning and up. I remember this one very well. He, I think Kimmy was like rocking him in her foot out of shot. Oh my gosh. And But he's still like balking. So, and, and we had tried two or three times to get a take without him kind of, 
the cooing in the in the shot. Mm-hmm. But I finally was like, you know what? We we just said our stuff really good. Mm-hmm. So then I just had like a little baby emoji, the baby emoji pop up with an arrow pointing down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Meh. like yes. just every in, time. Just in the <laughs> amount of time it took him to go over. I mean, it was really quick. I mean, it was like one frame. <laughs> oh, but that, I mean, you know that those were the most loved. Oh, man. Because you can stand there and deliver a speech in a suit and tie all day long, and it's going to put people to sleep. Oh, yeah. But if you're standing there delivering a speech in a suit and tie, and you go to walk, and you trip and fall on the podium, that's the one that's going to get the most views. Yeah. That's the one that's going to get the most comments and likes. Yeah. It's just the way it is, because that's what people want to see. They want to see the real. It's It's more relatable. It is. Is what it is. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. It was so fun. Was it as intimidating as you thought it was going to be? No, not at all. Awesome. Very, very easy. I, I strive for these to be like conversations. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we got. We did today. Yeah, agreed. It's yeah. easier. It's less intimidating than like a mom date. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Very, very. You're a good, good conversationalist. I like it. Mm-hmm. It makes it easier. Because if I try to think too hard about what I'm going to talk about, then I, I'd be a hot mess. Oh, yeah. Be... And I'm glad that we didn't have points that we needed to hit. Yeah. Because you'd catch me going. Forget about it. Um, And then when I'm umming, I'm like looking mm-hmm. down at my next point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Agreed. Um, Thank you guys so much for joining us. That hey, of course. Of course. And we are looking forward to working with you again yes i oh that would be a blast mm-hmm. be a blast now that ali's got that baby i know we'll have to turn him loose turn him loose yes for sure do a baby onesie do we have a, a baby onesie. i want a baby okay i'm gonna go get a baby onesie. um i got a baby finn ha- i gave finn has the uh you don't even know that it's ours handle with prayer what that's us i gave it to kimmy I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. We have a baby onesie. You do. You'll have to sh- get a cute photo, which I'm sure he's outgrown it now because he's sumo baby now. Yeah, he get, they grow fast. You yeah. can't stop them. All right, guys. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I want to give one more shout out to C Pon a Gun. You guys are great. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Also, guys, we try to put out a new one every single Monday, so check in next week. I have a Facebook group that you can go and it'll follow and it'll tell you when the new, who the next guest is and when it's coming out and all that stuff. Um, it's also a great place if you have any questions or you have suggestions for a guest or you want to sponsor this podcast. I'm always down for sponsors. Um, so go check it out there. And, yeah, until next week. Bye. Bye, everybody.